Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Sam Shansky here today with Diddy TV with Christian Lopez here to talk about his new album, Red Arrow. Christian, how you doing today, man? I'm great. Thank you. Very cool. So let's start from the outside in on the album. The cover artwork that you did was with Robbie Klein. How did you get connected with Robbie Klein? Uh, well, you know, I don't know too many photographers in, in Nashville or, or anywhere, really. I mean, I have a, a guy who tours with me sometimes, so it was... It was pretty open-ended. It was just uh, they brought like 10 photographers to the table, and we looked at what they'd done, and I liked his work the best. Yeah, it's great. He's worked with like Childish Gambino and Zach Galifianakis and all kinds of crazy people. He's incredible, and the great thing is, I, you know, the beauty of Instagram nowadays is you can just go and look and get a, a, a vibe and, a, and, and their style, you know, like in five minutes. Yeah. So I, I, I just dug him, and I knew that, uh, we'd be able to get something cool, and I thought that the day we had together, we vibed, and uh, mm -hmm. we got something great. It turned out really nice. Thanks, man. It's minimal, but it looks really good. Pops with the red shirt. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I like it. So what was it like working on the music video for Don't Want to Say Goodnight? Did it turn out the way that you wanted it to? Well, the song is pretty self-explanatory as far as the plot and, and the idea, which is the chase. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it came to the video, it was just how are we going to do the chase, you know, and we found the right people, the right places. You know, Nashville has a lot to offer as far as, you know, old laundromats or really nice new cool antique shops and uh, places you can run around, places you can throw house parties at and cliffs you can jump off of, which you see in the video. And it's, uh, it just made uh, the story of what that song is uh, magnified. And uh, I think it was uh, really well represented in that video. Cool. So what was that, a 1960 Buick LeSabre that you were riding in? Yeah. How'd you know the year on that? I looked it up. You just good? Yeah. Damn. Impressive. It was a Buick LeSabre. That's my favorite part of these video shoots is the, the yeah. rentals. You're the into old car cars, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love them. Me and my dad, we work on them. And uh, uh, actually, my, my car that I have at home is a 1972 International Scout, which led me to my song, 1972, which is on the new record. So do you work on that primarily with your dad, or are you able to kind of figure it out on your own? Or? Uh, we work on it pretty much together. You know, I'll do little things here and there, but, you know, we kind of started together, and whenever there's a big project, we like to do it as a duo. Mm -hmm. Are you a pretty individualistic kind of guy? Do you like to do things by yourself, or is it, you know, do you like collaborating with people? Uh, I love collaboration. You know, but it took me a while to get into the swing of it. I, uh, for example, these, these, these songs that I have on my new record... I have songs that I'd, I'd written solely over the last couple of years, but there's also a lot of, uh, of songs that I co-wrote, mm -hmm. you know, which I'd never done before. But uh, once you find out how to do it and who you vibe with and who your friends are, then it becomes magical, you know, and then recording the songs and writing the songs and, you know, just making an entire project with a producer, a band, and other writers, uh, it becomes... Uh, you know, sort of a, a fusion of, of things you'd never do and, and things you wanted to do and didn't know how. It, uh, it can make for some magical stuff. And you collaborated with Kenneth Pattengale of the Milk Carton Kids, right? On yeah. Well, I had that song Caramel uh, that I had written, and I knew that it needed something more than just me and a guitar, but I wanted it to be minimal. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always been a huge fan of Kenneth, and when I ran into him, I, uh, I knew he'd be the perfect uh, thing that that song needed. And so together we just stood around a mic and we kind of went, um, you know, extremely raw with it. Just two guitars and two voices and, 
and he helped me make that make that clear in my head as an idea and and brought it to life with me uh, in the studio. So is there a humanitarian side to making music for you? I recently saw that you were on the, uh, the ship, the uh, John C. Stennis, and you traveled from Pearl Harbor to San Diego. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, um, every now and then you get a great gig where it's uh, 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 for a good cause, you know. And uh, when I got the offer, I was, uh, you know, I said yes in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. I was so pumped. But I didn't know what I was getting into. It was, it was life-changing for me. Uh, met some great people, made great friends, learned great stories, and I never felt more inspired by the time uh, that week was over. And uh, yeah, you know, it was. Uh, it's important that I do those kind of things, and I'd love to go back and do it again sometime. You have plans to do anything like that coming up? Absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's funny working out music with the military, but uh, uh, it's just tough to do, and it's a long process. But I'm I'm gonna push to make it happen again. I I uh, I need to. So that inspired the song Steel on the Water, right? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, Steel on the Water is sort of a uh, my interpretation as the, the guy who's brought onto the boat to sing, uh, who doesn't know anything about what these guys are going through. And his observation and his takeaway from these sailors that are his age and their stories, and, uh, you know, they just live a completely different life and uh, sacrifice so much more than I even could have even imagined, you know, so it was, uh, it was really eye-opening, and, and just by the end of the trip, I started writing in my cabin, and it just flowed out. That's really awesome. So you collaborated with Marshall Altman, correct, on your uh, most recent release, Red Arrow. Can you yeah. tell me a little bit about Marshall first, and then tell me about what that was like to work with him? Well, Marshall is a, uh, he's a great producer, and uh, he had come to one of my shows in Nashville, and was a, uh, pretty excited about the sound of my live show. And we got together for some co-writes, decided to just sort of uh, hang his friends and his writers. And I'm glad it developed that way rather than the typical producer hunt. You know, mm -hmm. we were just put into a room to write a song. And we enjoyed each other's company and we enjoyed each other's ideas. And that's when I started to listen to everything he'd done. And I love the way his records sound. Mm -hmm. I love... Uh, just the the production as a whole, and I love his attitude. Uh, you know, he's very uh, he's very opinionated, and uh, he uh, has very strong uh, ideas that he will vocalize. You know, and so that we would get into arguments, we'd yell at each other, and we'd hash things out. You know, day and night for a year long. You know, but uh, it makes for a great record when mm. it's that way. You know, we really got a thorough. Um, really had a thorough process of the songs and uh, I was able to be a leader in the studio and he was able to be my co-pilot instead of uh, one of us being in the back seat. So it was a really collaborative effort and um, yeah, it was a pleasure to work with him. Yeah. It was great. That's very cool. So do you think that you're finding the, the joy and the happiness in music that you had set out to find when you were younger? Yes, absolutely. I love playing shows. Yeah. That's, that's what I love to do. So, um, you know, when I can make a record that I get to take on the road, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I dig it, man. So let's see. I got uh, one more question for you. Uh, Rolling Stone wrote about you that as, uh, as interest in Americana rises, Lopez could connect the dots for many young listeners. Is that something that you were happy to hear and to find out that you're actually sort of a link between generations? Um, yeah, it's extremely flattering, especially from an outlet 
like Rolling Stone. I was, uh, I was very, um, I felt very honored uh, for them to say that. They've been very kind to me. Uh, but, uh, you know, Americana is a weird thing. I didn't, I didn't set out with the goal to be uh, an Americana artist. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't set out with a goal to, to reach a certain uh, generation. But, uh, you know, if that's where I'm put, I'm happy. And if that's what people feel, I'm happy. I'm just trying to make the best music I can. And if people can relate to it the way I relate to my favorite music, then I feel like I've done a good job. Christian, thanks for being here today, man. Thank you so much. Thanks. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.